What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 83 of the Get Again Podcast, where we talk everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, National, and National Sports. Hosted by your truly adversary, Joe Sarah, by Alex Reach and Sam Brown. You can listen to the podcast right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and as on music, I am Radio, wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch the podcast right now on YouTube. Also, share follow us on social media at And for what said, it's time to get your game on. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's up? We are, we are incredibly, incredibly, we are incredibly short staff tonight because those of you who don't know, Michael's in vacation in um, Mexico. Um, Marcel is with it, is with his family. Uh, Chris is like, uh, as I said before, doing gonna be doing a national championship and he just did the final four so obviously he can't make it and and worst case scenario and even worse sam couldn't make it but his mic spoke so he's only gonna be able to communicate through chat so basically it's, it's basically it's just gonna be me and alex today it's just gonna be me and alex today and some <laughs> and some live chat reaction from sam that's basically what we're doing today guys but you know it should but be in, fun yeah but you know what they say in this business you know what they say in this business you gotta do what you gotta do. There are yep. plenty of times in this where you're just gonna go, oh crap. And you know, you just gotta do what you just gotta do. Um so a little bit of housekeeping here is that um I just wanna say like me, Michael, and Sam, we had amazing we 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 did a bunch of amazing things. But when we launched our first ever special of get of our first ever special Michael versus Sam. Basketball one-on-one. If you haven't watched that yet, it's on the YouTube channel. Go watch it now. Sam, do you want us to um well technically to ask have you seen it yet? <laughs> All right, he's just to down. Sam, do you self the chat right now? Do you want us to uh announce um who won? Do you want us to announce who won? Okay, he said he said sure. Um they, Michael and Sam were just talking trash at the end. I got, I got a question. Yeah. How many air bars did Mike have? Um, both, both, <laughs> both of them. You know, you know what? I've got a better idea. You know what? Normally, I don't like uh, sharing screens. I've got some fear of bike because I get copyright fear. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> Let's improvise. We, we, no one's coming today. No one's coming today. Let's get creative. Let's get creative. Um. I posted this on our Twitter page. This is the last like uh two minutes of, of, of the game. So we're just gonna watch and we're gonna react. So <laughs> guys, everyone take a listen. Sam, down by three. Breaks it, Dad! It's going from deep. Nails it! 2019. 2019! Sam needs a ba- a deep <laughs> Sam needs two more points. <laughs> At this point, the score is 20, 19. Here we go. 20. Sam going. Trying to go inside. Where's he going? Sam, look for the tie or the win. I got play on this. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey. I forgot about that. So that ends the Sam's made play at comeback score, but none like this. He has a chance to tie or win the match. Sam win. for the win. Oh, he's going. He's Can I say for a second how much I love my commentary in this? <laughs> Sam for the win again. Oh. 
<laughs> Michael, he's going inside for the win. Off. Oh. I didn't touch shit. I'm not even Whose lying. ball is it? Whose ball is it? My it's, ball. I didn't touch shit. Right. I swear and everything is with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam's ball. Sam's ball. Sam going again. It was so much fun recording this. This has been one heck of a match, folks. Sam thought to retire, take the lead. He's going. Sam up. Ow, oh, he just misses. That would have tied it. Sam, Michael said play on here this closest game before. Can he do it again? In. And our winner is Michael Cryan. Let's go. Let's go. My house. I told you. <laughs> Sam tried to mount a comeback from that, out of the car, but that all people are so short, and part, Michael wins 21 19. I want to play another game, but next time, right. there's no double rim. There's no double rim. There's no double rim. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let him know where I'm from. Camden, New Jersey, 609. That's where I started playing basketball. And it ends right here. Holy shit. <laughs> Me and Sam are going to officially retire from basketball for like a month. I made that! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so there you have it. Michael ultimately prevailed. They defeated Sam 21 19. Um, all right, here. here here's what Sam had to say. He said, this is Sam's statement in the chat. Um, Effing win and double the room. That's all I'm going to say. And the court is dog water. And he said, give me a good court. I'll win by 10. So. Here's the thing, Sam. Here's the thing. I'm not buying axes. Michael played with the same conditions and he still beat you. Sam, you had plenty of opportunities to like you like like you were down like six and you mounted that comeback. I'm back. You had plenty of opportunities to clinch the win. He ultimately didn't. So sorry, Sam. I have no sympathy for you. I have no sympathy for you. Ax, I think you're gonna share that same sentiment. Yep. He got lucky. <laughs> But yeah, it was just that's double rim. <laughs> but yeah, it was just so much fun recording. We're definitely gonna record um, more specials in the future. We definitely got we definitely got more or uh, special spans and coming forward. Nothing nothing immediate, but we do have more special spans. So be sure to tune in for that. Also, another thing we did we officially we we officially uh launched um our video game channel. Get your gaming on. We played through uh wave one, so the first two cups of the Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Pass DLC. I mean, that was a lot of fun. And you know what? I know what? I know again, guys. I'm again. I don't like sharing my screen, but you know what? I'm gonna share the screen with you. So I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna share with you guys a couple of clips because it's our work. We created. It. There's no chance of us getting copyrighted, so why not? All right. So <laughs> here we go again. First no, you hit me with this. I swear to God, I was in first place the entire time. Ah, wow. Oh, is Michael actually gonna win a race?
call a finish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what you call a finish. Oh, that was awesome. I want, I want to put the record out there. I was first. <laughs> no. The entire time. He hits me with a red shell. He hits me with a red shell. Another kid hits me with a red shell. And also I'm in sixth. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How's it, how's it, how's it going? Hold on, that other one was good, but that wasn't even the best one. This one I hear I think is even better. Watch this. I'm saving Oh, I know I mean, you're, obviously you weren't there, but as a spectator, what was your thoughts? Okay, my question is, why the hell is Mike wearing the same short as the one he just walked out in? Ask Michael that. Ask Michael that. Take Can't a damn that shower. That I get effed by red shells a lot. <laughs> Take a damn shower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it was so much fun re uh, recording that. Uh, and just like uh, the, I said for ourselves, we definitely got more content planned for uh, the Get Your Game On channel, like going forward. So, so be so yeah, be sure to we've again nothing in super media, but we do have we but we do we do plan to upload more content like to that channel like um sometime in the near future. So definitely definitely stay tuned for that. But. Guys, enough talk about a lot of the channel and all that stuff. We got like some sports stuff to get into here. Here, enough about us. Let's let's just uh, jump right in. Um, March Madness. We have a national championship matchup. We have a national championship. Uh, I would like to say something. I would like UNC. To... Go ahead, Alex. Shout out to Chris Corn. who couldn't make it on the pop yeah, podcast. Yeah. Like, For those who don't know, our, our, uh, Chris Kieran, I like our co-host, who unfortunately hasn't has yet to make an episode this season because he's been so busy actually working March Madness, I, I believe. And his uh, Kansas, um, he's a Kansas fan. They're going to the national championship, and in my opinion, right now they're favorites over UNC. No disrespect to UNC, but I think uh, I definitely uh, have Kansas uh, winning that game. Yeah, I think Kansas is the better team uh, with a deep death chart with everything they need. And they can really get going in the early minutes of the game. And I have a feeling UNC is not going to 
get as many opportunities with the authority that Kansas has and the type of defensive team they have. Yeah, yeah, I have to, yeah, I have to agree there. I mean, I mean, crowd shots to UNC though they've been on quite. A, I mean, such a amazing run. I mean, who saw them like um going all the way to the national championship and and I I'm sure I think one of the reasons Michael couldn't make this show is that he even though he's on vacation he gave an excuse. I think Michael's a little chicken, guys. He, you know, you know, he did not want to come on this podcast to talk um. After his Duke Blue Devils um lost to UNC, he wanted no part of the show. After that, I think I think he's too busy trying to get with someone and talking about that loss. Yeah, <laughs> Sam's for the chat. And after Paul Kansas is winning my prediction, and I have to apologize to Kansas because this entire time I doubted them over and over again, and they've proved me wrong. I mean. I, mean, I in my bracket, I had Kansas winning the whole thing. I picked I picked Kansas to win the whole thing, and hopefully they're gonna uh, pro- prove me right uh, Sunday. Um, Alex, uh, you're obviously you're a Villanova fan, so you want to recap uh, the the uh, Kansas uh, Villanova game? Talk about yeah. that. Um, from my perspective, this Villanova squad was way much different than what they had before that game. Uh, in the final four, they missed a key piece in Justin Moore. He was a dominant player, and they they really missed his type of shooting. Uh, and Kansas was just too fast for them, and they they defended well. Uh, at every possession, and I think Villanova had a slight edge of not getting over the hump. And as you can see, uh, Bill Self, Kansas head coach, did a tremendous job with with getting his team what he needed. Uh, And I think that moving forward, Bill Nova is going to be total threat again next season. Uh, And and uh, they are going to be losing Jermaine Samuels and Conor Gillespie. So two big pieces that they are losing next year. Uh, and I think Eric Dixon has to be that one guy that steps up. And hopefully Brandon Slater can do what he does. And um, it's going to be a very interesting time next season to see how far this team can go without the two pieces in Gillespie and Samuels. And it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think if you're a Villanova fan, um, obviously it sucks to lose, but I, I definitely think like they're, they're one of the top uh, programs. All college Oscar. I mean, they're going to bounce back uh, next season uh, fairly yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sam in the chat speaking, said, I find it funny how we were talking about Villanova versus Duke, neither of them won. Yeah, it is funny, Sam. It is funny. Speaking of college basketball, uh, do you think that C and Hall can make a one in the tournament next year? 
I think I think I think they can make a run. I definitely think they can make a run. Yeah. I mean, I mean, um, I'm no college basketball expert as you guys know, but but um, I, but but I I, I am familiar with the landscape. Seeing Hall, I mean, because they got a nice program, but the problem with seeing Hall is they're just not on that you know a uh, Villanova level. They're on that they're not on that Duke level. They're not on that you know Gonzaga level. Like those yeah. are the programs you think of, like um, when you think about college basketball. Um, Sam says with their their new coach and their talent, they can definitely do it. I mean, I think you like we all first need to see what happens in the conference tournament and see see what happens with them. But I do think that they can be a pretty big threat in the tournament um and we'll just have to see how how things go with cn hall yeah de- yeah yeah def- yeah definitely um also i think we also got to talk about that duke uh, unc game i mean nothing nothing really, i mean i i watched a lot i watched like a lot of that game and I really like um uh question where does Rutgers go from here? I mean Ruck I'm gonna be honest with the Rutgers fan, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. I mean I mean even though they made a tournament, they definitely regressed this year and they're losing uh, Ron Hopper Jr. They're losing they're losing easily the best players. So we'll see have to see what um Greg Egg um does uh let's see what Greg does with, and Rutgers does with recruiting, like hopefully they can get some break. Yeah, time players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're not gonna have Harper Junior next year. So, I, I mean, yeah, as a Rutgers fan, as a Rutgers fan, um, I would not be surprised if they don't make a tournament next year. Assuming they don't buy a way to um get another get another big star, whether it be like through recruiting or through um or one of their um players like has like a breakout like um season, but season like. But yeah, without Ryan Harper Jr., Rutgers is definitely Rutgers next season is definitely gonna have some um they definitely gonna have a big hill to climb. That's that's putting it mildly. I mean, uh, Alex Alex, I mean, as I said before, like you're you're more you have as a college basketball than I do, so you wanna break down the Duke UNC game for us? Yeah. Um it's gonna be a very Hectic game, uh, all, all throughout, um, and I think Duke. I mean, as you can see, Duke has been struggling, um, with what they have been doing in the past couple of games, and I wouldn't be surprised if UNC comes out tomorrow night with and they a uh, hammer on them, and they. Katie, uh, their guy, Katie, Katie, love, um, is a player to watch out for for UNC. He's a total dominant, athletic player that can do everything offensively, and he might be a big threat to Duke and their defense. Um, and I think that. Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, I mean against Kansas, yeah, against Kansas, my bad. Um, 
I mean, I just don't see. I mean, like having uh, knowledge about this Kansas team is a very is very uh, interesting because this Kansas team has been on a roll all season, and I think that UNC is going to have a tougher time collaborating with what they have and making shots that they need with Kansas's defense with a very good, um, strong defense. And I just I just hope that it's a good game and doesn't end up in the blowout. And I think that if UNC can hold uh, a good amount of points um, from Kansas, um, I I do think that this this game will be a good one and a nail biter. Yes, I think this game is mostly going to be a Kansas's offense versus a UNC's defense because UNC is like one of the best defensive teams, like like in the country, I believe. Yeah. And vice versa, I mean, Kansas, I mean, Kansas, like, offensively, I mean, they're, like, a lot of the best teams, teams in the league. Um, and, and UNC, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go um, no, no, no problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the, uh, UNC has to make sure they double-team McCormick from Kansas um, and also Abaji. Um, they both can, can do everything inside the paint. And even with their shots, they can do, and they can do a ton of damage with their shot selection. And I think that having having them two um, on on the squad, uh, and having Bill Self as the head coach, I think Kansas will will be in good shape with being champions for two thousand twenty two. Yeah, no respect to UNC, but I think Kansas. I, I think we all agree Kansas is the favorite in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really wish we had uh, Chris Chris on because because I'm sure I'm sure he's like pretty excited. Like he like I don't know if you've seen some of his tweets. He said he said that uh, Duke UNC was uh, like the best sporting that he's ever attended to. That 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 that's like words from his mouth. Um. Again, it's gonna be so fun to get Chris back on, like on the hero's perspective, like once the tournament's over, because once he gets back on, we're just gonna give him the floor and talk about his experience. But uh but yeah, I definitely th- I definitely feel like um I feel like if uh UNC's gonna win um this matchup, I feel like it's gonna be it, they were doing a low scoring game. And vice versa, I think if Kansas can win this matchup, it's gonna be in a high scoring game. I mean, do I mean Sam? Do you, I mean Sam? Do you, uh, if you want, like, uh, just spam in the chat with your thoughts on this um game. UNC has played great defense in the paint. That's a great point. That's a great point. Again, for Sonic, guys, just waiting for uh, Sam to reply to us in the chat. Sam, do you have any more thoughts on, like, this national championship?
Cass likes to get down low. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 Great point. Great point by Sam. It's going to be a good one because uh, it's offense versus defense. Yeah, I said before, it's going to be Kansas offense versus um, UNC's defense. That's mainly going to be like what this game ultimately comes down to. And why necessarily be shocked if UNC pulls off the upset? I wouldn't necessarily be shocked because they pulled off like so many great upsets throughout this tournament. I mean, who really saw UNC beat Duke? I mean, UNC had a chance, but. It's good. It's, it's good. It's gonna be. Juicy has a chance, but oh, Adam against Duke, but um, but yeah, no, but Duke was his favorite, and Kansas, I think, is even more of a favorite. So I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if I if UNC won, but I definitely think uh, um, Kansas is gonna be a favorite. Uh, I just typed in the chat. Um, it's gonna be a game with two K, like Sam versus Mike. Sam being KU, LOL. <laughs> Sam says yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's enough college basketball talk for now. Um, before we get to our hot take of the episode, though, um, the Masters uh starts um this um Thursday. So, yeah. Sam's in the chat is Adam. I'm choosing the court next time, and I won. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the conditions, like weren't exactly ideal so next time we do plan whenever we do like um a, a, if we do a potential rematch to do another basketball match we're definitely gonna um choose a location with uh better field conditions but sam like i said before michael was playing with the same exact conditions that he still beat you so sorry buddy you get no sympathy for me but again before we get to our bets of, of not bets our hot take of the episode the masters camp this thursday so like he did for the Olympics, like he did for uh for the and Winter Olympics, Axe well, Axe was like, hey, can I do a we do a segment uh talking about the Masters and Andy um and I said yes. Yeah. So Alex, we're we're start this new segment called Axe's Masters Storyline. So, oh and Alex, uh, take it away. Preview the Masters for us. Okay. Um, so today was a pretty big day um, at Augusta. Um, well, Tiger Woods reportedly uh, got got the chance to hit some balls and get get going uh, for the course. Um, and I found this tweet. Uh, it says uh, a PGA golfer watched. Watched Tiger hit balls on Sunday and estimates Tiger carried his driver 290 yards. Uh, he said he looked like the Tiger we saw before the accident, the way the swing looked and for the speed. For him to hopefully be playing, which I think he is, I think we are all giddy about it. So, as of now, uh, it's game time decision for him. At this point, um, to see if he can be able to uh, play the full rounds, um, and and uh, we probably will find out um, late Wednesday afternoon 
by dinner time or something. Um, since the Masters gets underway very early th- Thursday morning, um, and I'll be—I won't be surprised if Tiger Woods uh, says says yes that he will be playing because what I've seen on social media the past day has been definitely motivating for Tiger Wood fans. Um, and I think that this will be a huge, um, a huge accomplishment for Tiger personally. And I mean, just thinking about what he went through and what he's doing now is unbelievable. And I'm, I'm really happy for him and having the ability to play at the, the PGA level that he has been doing after this accident is, is phenomenal. And I think that people are going to be surprised come his, his come, Thursday that that he can do what he did before the accident and I mean so um, going off of Tiger Woods um, the tournament gets underway Thursday and there's a part three contest Wednesday uh, on ESPN uh, which will be pretty cool uh, you get to see like little kids putting on the greens and everything else that comes with it. Have you watched it, Adam? No, I haven't. But to get on your to uh, get on your point about Tiger Woods, I mean, if the fact that he, he the fact that he, he's even the fact that he's like could even potentially playing Masters, I mean, that's just unbelievable. The fact that he could like um make this recovery after that tragic accident. Yeah, and still, like, get back on the court and play at a professional level. Like, that's reason to celebrate enough. I mean, Tiger mm-hmm. Woods has basically proven all he could. He's going to go down as one of the best golfers um in, like, history. In history. So, there's really yeah. nothing, like, much left to prove. So, like, even so, yeah. Is he going to pull off, um like, a 2019, like, Masters run? Like, no. I, I doubt it. I'd be stunned. But... Mm-hmm. The fact that he's, if he even decides to play, like, that should be celebration, like, enough. Yeah. yeah. So is that all for your master segment, uh, Alex? Uh, yeah, there will be plenty of more as the first round progresses on Thursday. So I'll definitely have a recap yeah. of of the first round. So yeah, I'll have a recap of the first round on Thursday. And when does the Masters wrap up? I think it's uh, Thursday is round one, Friday, round two, Saturday. So it's Sunday. So yeah, so so yeah, we're gonna you'll have the you'll have the first round of recap on on um Friday's episode and then Monday's episode will be the entire Masters recap. Yep. Okay, Alex, but great job with um your uh Masters. Sam, if you have any quick thoughts on like uh the Masters, you can just type in the chat right now. Sam, be there? No, he got it. All right. He nailed it. So it's time to move on to our hot take of the episode. And unfortunately, um, Michael isn't here. Marcellus isn't here. Uh, Chris is here. Those are the only three uh, 
other names that were on the wheel because me and Sam went already. So that leaves only one person that uh, we have to do the hot take. Guess who it is? Axe, take a guess who it is. Me. Ding, 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 ding. We have our big winner, Alex. Not to say other than the floor is yours. Sam says, don't be blasphemous. Don't be blasphemous. <laughs> um, so, my hot take is, can Duke do what they did this year without Coach K next year? That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. This is my take. So, I think that having having that type of coach in Coach K is a very special thing to have. And co- That's going- right. You forgot to talk about it. it was Coach K's last game. Oh, we, yeah. we forgot to talk about that uh, aspect in the um- our college basketball talk. Stupid of me, but continue. <laughs> okay, so um, I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, regroup of this incoming coach. I'm not sure who, who it will be, but having having the players that that play what they have been doing is is much helpful to the coach. And I think the coach will be not as great as what Coach K uh, experienced. And I mean, I'm just I'm just being honest. And I feel like that they might have a bad season uh, this upcoming uh, season uh, for 2023, but. I do think that maybe they might have to take some time and really dive into film work with the coaches and be on the same page. And I think that it's going to be hard for them not to be uh, a contender in the tournament next year. And I feel like it's going to take at least up to two years with what they have been going on. So Alex, um, Sam asked a question in the chat, Alex. Um, do you think they will be at least the same, or do you think that they will be worse? Uh, I mean, having these great players uh, is is what they need uh, to continue succeeding. Uh, and I'm just very optimistic about this upcoming coach and how he's going to fill Coach K's role. And it's going to, it's definitely going to take time for him to like really get down the plays and get to know the players. And I feel like that it's definitely going to be a very long situation. Uh, and and yeah, that's my hot take. All right. Um, I'm just gonna go first here. Sorry, Alex, I'm disapproving. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not that I don't agree with their hot take. It's not that I don't agree with your hot take. But 
Sam actually got on me for this for a previous hot take. I feel like what you're saying isn't really a hot take. Like, it's like, yeah, like, Duke's going to miss Coach K. But, yeah, there's, but they're still going to be an amazing program. And they're still going to, like, um, and they're still going to be, like, a contender for next year. So, that's the I don't think anything. Like, we're, we're uh, Sam types in the chat saying, don't be blasted. I feel like you took that to, like, a bit of an, a bit of an extreme. I, you took it a little bit to an extreme, so the reason the reason why I did this is to get on Mike's ass. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Ax. I'm gonna just prove this one, Sam. I'm a t- if Sam says so, I disprove because it's not a hot take. You're not wrong, but it's just accurate. Yeah, I basically share the same. Me and Sam basically share the same sentiment. So, sorry, Alex, your hot takes to disapprove that you're now saying, and you're now one and one. Like you're saying facts that's that that's aren't spicy. <laughs> at least, at least I'm not zero and two. I only have one or two because of technicality. Like, see, I was so mad at you for that. If you had voted just, if you had just leaned yes that way, I would have been like a one and one. <laughs> Damn skeleton emoji. All right, but guys, do you know what uh this Thursday is? Opening day. Opening day in Major League Baseball. So we're obviously gonna talk about Major League Baseball. We are gonna be are gonna be doing our season predictions this episode. Like thankfully we we have um, most of our season predictions from everyone else. The only one we don't have it from is Michael. Um Marcellus got I mean Chris guys in and Marcellus we expect to have his in by the end of the episode. So 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 yeah the, we're definitely gonna make our season predictions but First off, we got bad news out of Metland. Um, guys, did you hear about Jacob Degrom? He's hurt. He's gonna miss um the um open, and he's gonna miss um at least like three or four weeks. So that's a he's gonna miss the beginning part of the season. That's a huge loss to the Mets. That's a huge loss. I mean, I mean, I I don't care like how good that uh their their rotation is. Like when you lose Jacob Degrom, like. Not only like the best, easily the best pitcher in AC baseball, just one of the best players in Major League Baseball. Period. Um, what did he do to injure himself? I forget what it was, but I believe it was a stress fracture. I think. I think I think it was a stress fracture. I can look it up right now, Sam. I can look it up right right now. A stress reaction is his right in his right scalp. There's a stretch reaction in his right scalpa. Yeah, he won't miss most of the start to the right. Because he's, that's going to be, um, that's going to be a big, um, all right, Sam, that's blasphemy. No, 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 no. So for those of you who want context, uh, Sam just put in the chat. Um, please don't tell me it's gonna be a John Wall of basketball, of, of baseball. Like he gets, it. I get what you're saying though, Sam. 
I get what you're I get what you're trying to say. How they both get injured every season because also Jacob Degrom had a lot of injuries last season, last season, last season. But he's in there and he's he's not gonna be hurt soft this year. But the point is, when it comes to talent at the respective sports, John Wall isn't even the same stratosphere as uh Jacob Degrom. I'm sorry, I can't give it that, Sam. I get again. I get what you're trying to say, but it's just a bad example. It's just a, that's a, it's just a bad example. Yeah, he was amazing before he got the injuries, but says you don't understand how good. Here's you... the, I think I, what? No, no, no. John Wall, even before injuries, was as good as basketball. Jacob Degrom is as good as baseball. I'm sorry, Sam. I can't give you that. You are Think what's a better comparison? What's a better comparison? I would say Kyrie Irving, but either that Kyrie Irving, like at good as, as amazing as he is at basketball, like Kyrie Irving is like not the same as here as uh, Jacob the Grom. <laughs> Fuck no, no, no. Okay, that's it, Sam. That's it, Sam. You don't you don't know that how good Jacob the Grom is. Just look up his stats. Like, as he Sam. I'm the baseball man. Let me talk. You, Jacob, you're mentioning about Jawal and um, Kyrie. They're both stars at their respective positions. But Jacob DeGrom, you can make the argument, is the best pitcher of this generation. Can you make the argument that Jawal or Kyrie Irving are like um, the best, not like one of the best, but the best um, guards of their generation? Or among the best, or like, um, the generation. He is the most skilled player ever. I'm not disagreeing with you about Kyrie, but I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like um disintegrate um Kyrie and Jamal. I'm trying to elevate Jacob Degrom. The guy is the the guy's on no stratosphere. Let, let, let me look up. Let me look up um some of uh Jacob Degrom's numbers, like because I wanna like um. I want to like educate our friend uh, Sam here. All right, let me look it up. Just one quick trip the base RF should do. In 2021, Jacob DeGrom had a 1.08 ERA. He's a two time Saigon Award winner. Um, 1.70 ERA in uh, 2018, 2.43 in 2019, 2.38 uh, in 2020. The guy is consistently every single year, arguably like um, but he make it sound like he he's LeBron. Let me tell you something. As of right now, he is LeBron. He's the LeBron days of pitching right now. 
He is the LeBron James of pitching, at least right now. Maybe he's not as good. Maybe okay. Maybe he's not as good as LeBron is as basketball, but you get what I'm trying to say. He's on that tier. He's easily the best pitcher of Major League Baseball. He's he, he's gonna go down as one of the best pitchers of all time. But you know what? This we're getting into a semantics debate. So let's just say the Mets are gonna lose Jake. Are losing Jake Degrom, and and this is why they got Max Scherzer, guys. This is why they got Max Scherzer because. Could you imagine where the mess would be if uh, Max they uh, like uh, were missing Max Scherzer too? <laughs> Sam's had the blasphemy I'm hearing. Once you get your mic fixed, Sam, we're gonna have to like um have, have a little little debate on this. We're gonna have a little debate, little debate on this. So I'm telling you right now, I know um a Mets fan and a Nets fan. I'm gonna text them right now, and even he would like uh disagree with you. Even he would disagree with you. Actually, let me do that right now. Let me do that right now. In the meantime, Alex, what are your thoughts on this little debate we're having? Uh, all I can say is F the Mets. Alright, you, know you know I'll message him later. F it, but... But yeah, but definitely the rest are definitely gonna miss um, um Jacob Degrom. What about Walker? Um, yeah, that's the, that's the picture they just got. I mean, I believe he's healthy. I mean, hold on. I really need to catch up on um. Say John Walker. I mean, here's here's saying like he's a if saying so. John Walker. He's gonna be like um a back of the rotation guy. He's gonna be a back of the rotation guy. Even with Jake Rock missing, like he's gonna be what at best a fourth start in their rotation. Maybe on a good day third. Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, that's definitely gonna be a huge blow for him. That's for a team that um is about. I'm talking about on the Dodgers. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll get to the Dodgers during our predictions, but. Oh, yeah. Walk on the Dodgers. Yeah, that was an amazing trade, Sam. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it was a, it was a trade of. Hold on, let me get all the details here. I really should have premiered my notes better coming into the show, but. Whatever. Um. Oh no, that wasn't the, that wasn't the trade. Um, the Dodgers have traded AJ Pollock to the White Sox for Craig Kimbrell. That's a big trade between both sides. Um, Sam, I'm so Sam, 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 Sam. I'm sorry, you're going to waiting room for that. You're going to waiting room for that. I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, um, he said Walker may be the best pitcher in the league. He's not better than Jacob DeGrom. He is not the Walker on the Dodgers, he's saying. He's not better than Jacob DeGrom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. I cannot give you that. The blasphemy that um <laughs> the blasphemy. Walker Bueller, you're talking about Walker Bueller. 
He's not better than Jacob DeGrom. I am sorry. <laughs> His numbers are all right, 2.47 ERA in, uh, in uh, 2021. He's good. Jacob DeGrom's here. It was literally like 1.04. The blasphemy. The blasphemy. Sam, stop. 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 I may force you to unmute yourself. I don't care if your mic's broken. You may have to unmute yourself right now. Stop. No disrespect to Walker Bueller. No disrespect to Walker Bueller. Jacob DeGrom is better. I'm sorry. Who, ha who has him as the best? Who has him? Who? 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 Our fantasy draft. So you're basically, basically, just because of the fantasy draft, that, um, because a player was better in the fantasy draft, that means he's a better overall player. By that logic, Aaron Judge is the top 50 player in the league. I'm not saying that. By the way, I gotta hear this. Prank bitch, all right. Whatever, 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 we're moving on. Uh, before we get to our uh, seats predictions, you guys mind if I roast uh, Brian Cash in here for a second? Sure. Okay, but did you, Sam, did you hear about this uh, Brian Cash story? Type in the chat. Did you hear uh, about this Brian Cashin story? No, he said no. Alex, did you hear about this Brian Cashin story? No. All right, so Brian Cashin recently, Yankees general manager. Um, I think it was first reported by The Athletic. And here is um, Sammy, ready for this blasphemy? Blasphemy? He was um, he was talking about uh the, the twenty actual sign stealing scandal um, and here's what he said. Here's what he said. He's here's it's the athletics Andy McCullough. Here's a quote for Brian Cashin. Quote: I get offended when I start hearing that we haven't been to the World Series since '09 because I'm like, well, I think we actually did it the right way. The only thing that derailed us was a team circumstance that threw us off. Here's another quote. The only thing I stopped was something that was so illegal and horrific. Now, Brian Cashman, if you're listening here, Brian Cashman, I'm not denying like um uh, the Astros Sheen scandal. Again, again, what they did, like um, we're not gonna defend it. I'm not gonna defend it as the Yankees fan infuriating, infuriating. But they use that as an excuse for why you have not been to the World Series since 2009. I cannot buy that as an excuse for why this team has come up short time and time and time again. Because that was just one season. What about the excuse for 2018, uh, Brian Cashin? What was your excuse? Uh, that what was your excuse uh, that season. 
Well, excuse the 2019 when at the deadline, um, you got a chance to get in. There's always there's an obvious lack of pitching, and you couldn't guess an ace. What about in 2020? What was the excuses then, Brian? When this team went 33 and 27, um, and and when this team underachieved and they got bounced in uh, the bridge around. What was the excuse last year when this team underperformed like crap and then lost in the first round? What was the excuses then? And that's my point. That's my point. Here's the thing. It's not that what Brian Asher said is like, it's not like, it's not like um, I really disagree with what he said about the Astros. That it's the fact that he's using it as the excuse for why this team has like, um, continued to come up short. I, that's my big issue. That's my big issue. Like, Brian Cashers is like, um, is like, uh, so, and this is like, Sam, I'm glad you brought this up. He said he's not even surprised. Look at the culture. seems to style winning culture at all. That's the thing. That's the thing. They have proven, like, the days of win at all costs or, um, like, uh, the exhibition statement has changed. Like, they're no longer about like um trying to win the mission statement is no longer winning the World Series. It's about like um, oh, let's follow the process and um if the process doesn't work, it's a crapshoot or um everyone else's fault except our own. I mean, like they only brought on done, they got superfluous, like, no, you still need to do other things. Exactly, Sam. Exactly. Like, I'm just so, like, um, because, because, because it's, because, like, um, year after year, season after season, like, um, like, the Yankees have, like, um, like, he said, he's trying to say, like, when he's, like, using that as, like, a deflection to, like, um, try to deflect blame for why he haven't, haven't made it to the World Series this then. You haven't made it to the World Series this day, because, Brian Castle, because you haven't done a good enough job as general manager. Yes, I'm saying that right now. Look, Brian Cashman, he's a great, he's like, um, he's like overall a really solid GM. Like, if I said for if they inspired him, he would be picked up by nerds even a heartbeat. But you know what? He hasn't like um lived up to the uh, the Yankee standards. It's just simple. He just hasn't lived up to uh the standards of like um because I say here here Yankee fans we care about only one thing and that's hanging banners. That's all we that's all we care about. Brian, and to uh, and we uh, to you like um trying to use like that uh like um that um thing as a shield like a fly out one world series here. Well, guess what, Brian? Even if he let's say the Astros didn't cheat and you still beat them, you might you guys might not be even be in the Dodgers anyway. You guys might not have, you guys might not be in the Dodgers anyway. And by the way, like, I uh, Brian like um. You could also think the argument that the Yankees lost because they're because like um, they scored one run game six and seven of that championship series. He is as good general manager right now as the greatest pitcher stands says in the chat. Um, say, say yeah, I say you better be doing that troll. You better be doing that troll. But yeah, um, guys, that's uh, my. Uh, as far as the Yankee season preview is concerned, I mean, that's pretty much what I said before. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing really much I could say about that. We didn't say like when we talked with um Ryan Garcia uh, last episode, but it's just that like um 
the moves they made, it's not like they were bad moves. It's that they, it's just they hadn't been done enough. And I would feel like I said for a big, the big X factor for the Yankees this year is, it's like guys that they already have. They're going to be relying on a lot of their guys to uh, bounce back. Like they're going to be relying on Luis Severino to bounce back. They're going to be relying on Gleyber Torres to uh, bounce back. They're going to be relying on DJ May to bounce back. Um, Aaron Hicks, you know, can he stay healthy and can he bounce back? Can Josh Donaldson stay healthy? Can IKF um play a productive shortstop and give the Yankees su- su- and and uh, give the Yankees uh some offense like offense like that's gonna be like uh the key backwards. Can Aaron Judge and Chuck Carl Stan stay healthy? Um, what's Anthony Rizzo gonna give you? That that's a basically a big thing. I mean, I mean Yankees. I see him as a solid team. Like I see him as a solid team. We're gonna find out like what our predictions for are for them. Like when we do our predictions, but. Here's the thing. Do they, I think they're a solid team. I think they're. I think they're a solid team. I think they're a good team, but they're not a World Series contending team, in my opinion. There's not a World Series uh contending team. There's too many uh ifs. There's too many question marks, and that's pretty much all I'm saying. I just don't think they're like a World Series contending team. And that honestly, that that's I think is the biggest disappointment like this year. Like, guys, this is really like the first time going to a season where I, where I'm like um. Where I look at this team and I'm like, this team isn't a World Series contending team. I said that last year. I said last year going to this season that, that that even though that last year's team I thought was a at least on paper was a World Series contending team, boy was I wrong about that. This year is the first time in a while that I'm looking at this team and saying, oh, this isn't a World Series contending team. And the fact that, and, and again, it carries back to what I said all all season. It's not that I dislike the moves that he's made, but. They had a chance to make themselves like a World Series contending team, and they didn't. And that's really what I'm most disappointed in right now. Sam says he won't. He thinks the Yankees won't make it to a wild card game, unfortunately. All right, before we do our official LBC's predictions, um, Alex, uh, you want to take a couple minutes to preview the Philly season? Yeah. Uh, so big news come that came out today. Mickey Moniak has been placed on the opening day roster. Um, he's been out of his mind in spring training, and he's ready for that next step. And I'm really curious to see where in the lineup Joe Girardi will put him. Um, and having Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, um, JT Romito, all in this lineup. I think this team is has the capability of. Oh, it's Mickey Moniak. Mickey Moniak, not moaning. <laughs> um. So um, I think that this team heading into this new season has very high expectations with what they have. And the the bullpen is going to be the nucleus of this team this year. And I I've, I've have a confident feeling that they will have a very good opportunity to bring this club to a postseason. Uh, it's just a... It's just going to be a very challenging 
year with everything that is going to be happening throughout the season. And um, I'm really excited to see Bryce Harper in person when I go to the game on Thursday. I mean, Friday. Um, I'm actually, I actually get to see Aaron Nova start uh, against Frankie Montes for Oakland. Um, so that series should be very entertaining, um, even though Oakland doesn't seem to be that great this year. But it's definitely going to be a fun, fun ride all throughout the season. And I'm definitely looking forward to going up against Marcellus and his Mets. Um, I I want to see how how this first series against the Mets will happen. Um, and I feel like this 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 Phillies team this year is going to be hot. Um, and they are they're definitely going to be a very fun team to to watch for sure. Um, and and yeah, go Phillies. All right. I mean, I'm pretty sure that uh, same exact uh, set of sentiments. Um, the guys are ready to kick off our 2022 uh, season uh, predictions for MLB. Yep. All right. So here we go. We're going to start with the, the American League. Sam, so here's what we're going to do, Sam. Um, when we get to um, – well, when I announce the division that we're uh, picking, um, you start typing in the chat, and um, once me and Alex are done, I'll just read yours. Like you could say your prediction and why you think they're gonna win and stuff. So, Sam, that's how we're gonna do this. So, we're start with the American League East, and I'm gonna surprise some people with my pick to win the American League East. I am picking the New York. No, I'm just kidding. I'm picking the Toronto Blue Jays. I really think with the offseason moves they've made this year, um, getting uh, Matt Chapman, getting uh, Kevin Gosman. Yes, they did lose Marcus Simeon, but I feel like you pretty much replaced him with uh, Matt Chapman. Um, yes, they did lose Ari, but they both really effectively placed um, those bodies. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is just a stud. You got George Springer. I mean, the Blue Jays really have like one of the best line. I've a real uh, the only real downside with the Blue Jays is that they're way too right-handed. I mean, that team is really seriously right-handed, but I feel like they'll be able to survive that in the regular season. And I really feel like like they're pitching, yeah, it's it's like we'll ultimately come through. So yeah, I got the Toronto Blue Jays winning American League East. Sam, I mean, uh, Sam Sanders said he says he's picking the Blue Jays great offseason, amazing managers. Um. Uh, let, 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 let me get, let me get, um, Dan, remember that sheet I sent you? Um, I said not to fill it out, but just fill it out, um, like as you go and just send it to me, like, um, after the show. So that way, cause, cause this is going on social media, just so you guys know. I'm posting all these predictions on social media, on a social media page. Sam says, okay. Same, and same thing for you, Alex. Um, okay. All right, so you, who's your predictor to win the American League East? Um, I definitely feel like um, 
Let's see. It's going to be a tough race, but I feel like Toronto can pull it off. So you're agreeing with, uh, uh, so agreeing with me. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Defi- yeah, definitely. So we don't have Marcellus yet, but we do have uh, Chris, and he agrees us. He's taking uh, the Blue Jays. Again, we don't have Marcellus and Michaels yet. Um, again, like, um, if – for Michaels and Marcellus, if we don't get them by tonight, um, a we will post them on our social media page, and we we will be posting on our social media page so you can catch their predictions. Uh, then, and and, and we'll possibly probably just announce them on um a future episode anyway. We we may or we may not. We may or we or we may not. So, uh, let's move on to the American League Central. Um. Nothing really much to say here other than, like, this is going to be a very unregistered pick, but I got the Chicago White Sox. Um, the White Sox, I feel like, um, I just feel like, I just feel like, yes, they did lose um, Colestrone Dome, but they're still a very great team. I love Tim Marison. I love their life. I love uh, Abreu. Um, and just the fact that who really, other who really is, like, um, other than, like, uh, the White Sox, um, who really like um is like um that team in um the um the AL Central the only one like you could potentially say a Twins but here's the thing here's the thing though I still like uh, I'm still skeptical like on uh, on the Twins yes they did add Correa but I don't know I'm just not I'm just I'm just not in love with any other team in like that division so I'm gonna choose um the White Sox. Sam's was a surprise pick. He's choosing he's choosing, he's choosing uh, the Twins. He's choosing uh the Twins. All right uh all right um I actually want to go. Yeah. Um, I am gonna go with the White Sox. You're sticking with me. You're sticking with me. Um, Chris also agrees he's taking um the White Sox. All right, all right, guys. Let's move on to the America to the American League West. Um. It pains me so much to do this, but I've got to do it. I'm taking uh, the Houston Astros to win the American League West. I'm tired of picking against the Astros every single year. Like, because last year it was like, oh, they're missing Justin Verlander. They're missing, like, um, then for that, I was, oh, they lost Cole. Like, um, I'm tired of picking against the Astros every single year. Every single year, they've proven to be, like, um, the team to be in the American League, in my opinion. They've been the team to be in the American League, so I don't care about uh, their cheese skin. I don't care about that. Uh, they've proven that they are that good, so I'm tired of picking against them every single year. I've got the Houston Astros uh, winning uh, the AL West. Same. Uh, I'm going to pick Houston. All right, Chris also agrees. No, he, no, no, he, no, he did. What? Let me, sh- let me show you like um what he did. Let me show you like what he uh sent me for AL West. 
<laughs> after Astros. <laughs> also, we just kind of spoiled the rest of his picks, by the way, but uh, no harm, no foul. So let's go to, to the move on to the wild card, the American League wild card number one. Astros, Sam's also picking the Astros because they just win. That's basically the best way I could put it. Um, AL wild card number one, like obviously, like um, I gotta have them making the playoffs because I didn't pick them win the division, but I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, I do think they like regress a little bit this year, but they're still like um, they're still they're still like they proved to be one of the best teams in the American League. Again, I'm tired of picking against against them against them. Like I'm tired of picking against the Astros, even though I don't like them, but they're just a consistent team. It's the team. I don't see them falling off anytime soon. So I'm gonna pick uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Sam says I've got the Red Sox. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. Well, who's your uh, first wild card? Uh, In the American League. I am gonna do uh, Yankees and the. Uh, you're, you're, you're just doing one. You're just doing one right now. Oh, who's sorry. First, uh, the Yankees. I really feel like you're being way too kind for the Yankees right now. I really feel like they're being all you know, way too kind. All right, Sam's got his second one right now. His second one will be the White Sox. Um, I kind of share that same sentiment. I kind of share that same sentiment. I mean, I can understand there. Um, all right, here's my pick. I mean. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm just gonna throw, I'm just gonna really throw this out there. Um, you give me advice. I got the Yankees uh winning the second wild card because even though I've been critical of them, I've been very you guys know like um, I've been very critical of them this offseason. Like here, here here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Like with the expanded like um playoffs, I have to six teams like uh make the playoffs. Like there's like with with six teams making the playoffs, I still think the Yankees will be a playoff team. I still think they're being a playoff thing. Now I do think they are like a, a distant third in the division. I think I think they're a distant third, and I think they'll probably be like at best a second round exit. But I still think they will in the end uh, make the playoffs. And hey, the Yankees have set their new standard. That, that that's that's what that's just good enough for them. Just make the playoffs. Do good enough just to make the playoffs. And if they get bounced out early, hey, it's a crapshoot. I mean, that's the new Yankee way. But yeah, I've got the Yankees with winning the second wild card. And your second wild card, Alex, is the Twins, right? Yeah. All right, for my third uh, wild card, I've got the Minnesota Twins. I mean, it's kind of like what you guys have said the same sentiment you guys said before. Um, they've the great offseason, great offseason for them. Um, and Carlos Correa. Um, and yeah, this team's still not far removed from being like a hundred week team like a couple of years ago. So I've got like a I I I, I think they'll make the playoffs this year. I, I definitely think the Twins will be a playoff team, especially with um 
the added wild card. I definitely think the Twins will be a playoff team. All right, um, Alex, uh, you want to give me your third wild card? Hold on, let me plug in my computer really quickly. Um, I'll go with. Sorry, the light just went out. Um, so I'll go with. Tampa Bay. Yes, you had to. You, had, you didn't pick Tampa Bay for your playoffs yet. Wow, you're, you're kind of sleeping on uh. Tampa Bay or Sam, I don't think you've picked Tampa Bay yet either to make the playoffs. Oh, let me plug in my computer really quickly. Because my computer's running low on battery, so I need to plug it in. Oh, Sam with a hot take. He says he don't. He doesn't think the Rays will uh, make the playoffs this year. So who? So if you don't have the um, Rays make the playoffs, who's your third wild card, Sam? We need your prediction before we can move on. Give us one second. So, do, 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 All right, so he has the race with his uh, third um, wild card. All right, all right. So we're ready to move on to the National League. For the Nash, uh, oh, oh yeah, we forgot to do a uh, uh, Chris. I mean, Chris's predictions. He's taking like the Rays as his first wild card, Twins as his second wild card, and the Los Angeles Angels as his third wild card. Angels, I mean. They could be a sleeper team this year. I mean, we have Mike trying to show you how I are the same team. I guess anything's possible. But, again, the Angels are the Angels. So, we will just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. So, starting for the National League East. Um, um, I, I've got the Atlanta Braves on winning National League East. Reign like the Bang World Series champions. Um, yes, they lost Ray Foon, but they essentially replaced with Matt Olsen. Um, and I, I still think they're, I think they're a team to beat. I think they're a team to beat. Say what we want about the, the Mets game better. Say what we want about the Phillies game better. Um, I just think, like, that division is, uh, I think it's the Braves division to lose. Like, you're getting back route uh, uh, the Cunha Jr., you know, you're getting a lot of guys back. I think the Bra I, I think that division is still uh, the Braves division to lose. So I've got the Braves winning the, the National League East. All right, Sam, uh, make sure you get your uh, pick in. In the meantime, Alex, you get your divisional pick in. Try not to be too biased here. Wait, wait, wait. Sam, please tell me you're not trolling by picking the Marlins. Please tell me you're, please tell me you're trolling. Please tell me you're trolling. 
Just kidding. I got the brace. Thank God. <laughs> All right, Alex, go ahead. Try not to be too biased here. Um, so I'll probably have to pick the Mets. Really? That's interesting. That's interesting. I think they can make some some sound. If the best don't like the playoffs, um, <coughs> oh, for a second, guys. <laughs> Try not to die while you're on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys, but I mean, the Mets better make the playoffs this year. If they don't make the playoffs this year, they may as well pull the franchise. After the love season they just had, you better fall the I mean, we'll, I'll get into the Mets like um later on in the sh- later on. Um, oh, this is a big one. Guess who Chris is picking? Guess who Chris is picking? Who? He's picking the Philadelphia Phillies to win the National League East. That's what I like, Chris. Good shit. But let's be real, Sam said. He's picking the Braves, by the way. The Marlins are winning. Stop it, Sam. You're not, it's not even funny anymore. I'm texting Chris right now. Alex just said, that's what I like to see. LOL. All right, guys, we're moving on to um, the NL Central. And I got the St. Louis Cardinals winning the NL Central. I mean, the, I mean yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers. I, I think it's between them and the Brewers. I just think this is the way the calls here. They still have Jacques Flaherty. Um, they have Don Arenado, who's a stud. Um, I think uh, this division is. Uh, I think it's the. I think uh, this division is. Um, I think the Cards are going to win that division. Sam as the Brewers. Um, what do you think? Um, what do you think, uh, Alex? St. Louis. Okay, so two of us have uh, Brewers, two of us have St. Louis. Um, we should all be unanimous in um, this prediction, the NL West. Hmm. Oosh. I th- this would be an easy one, guys. Guys. I'll pick. Mm. I'll pick. I've got I'll the pick. Arizona Diamondbacks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm thinking of Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> I'll pick the Rockies. Just kidding. Look at the Dodgers lineup. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, um, Trey Turner. Look at their pitching staff. Urias. Um, yes, um, their pitching and, staff is just, I mean. Um, and. Uh, and um and and Walker in their rotation, they have a stud bullpen. They're easy, the most loaded team in um 
in uh baseball in um baseball on they're yes the Dodgers as the, the Giants guys um win division last year but I think they're gonna take a step back um that division is just clearly like uh the Dodgers are just to win I mean I I think they're gonna run away I think they're easy gonna win the division. Sam says, obviously, the Padres. Um, but I'm choosing the Dodgers just because you know. Can uh, I say something? Okay, who are you picking? Okay, before I pick, uh, I think Big Mike should be the DH for Dodgers because he's sweet and misses all the time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's you a know. Nice shot. You know his eye eye contact isn't that great, so he will spring and miss just like airballing. Wow. Okay. So who's your pick? The Dodgers. Okay. All right. And no wild card number one. I've got the San Francisco Giants. I mean, yes, they lost. Um, they lost Kevin Gossett, but they replaced it with Carlos Rodon. And after that at run this year, I don't, I can't see the the Giants falling off that much. I can't see them falling off that much. So I've got the Giants as my first wild card, and first wild card for Sam is the Phillies. Alex, what's your first wild card? I would have to go with the Padres. Really. Really, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Here's the thing. I'll give you a little spoiler. I'm not picking the Padres. The only reason is because Fernando Tatis is out for like um half the season. And I still think Fernando Tatis will be playing enough time for uh the Padres to recover from that. Uh, on that. So yeah, for my second wild card, I've got the New York Mets. Um not much to say other than with the moves they made, they they better make the playoffs. If they if they don't at least if they don't make the playoffs or at the very least are like um in serious condition to make the playoffs, then uh, wait, what are we gonna say about the Mets? I mean, it will be it will be the biggest LOL Mets of all time with them all the moves they made, like it's also against Starling Marte, getting on Max Scherzer, even with Jacob Degrom missing time, that the the Mets. The Mets better make the playoffs this year. That's all we're gonna say. That's, that's all we're gonna say. They better make the playoffs. Um, Sam's second wild card is uh the Giants. Who's your second wild card? Um, and who'd you pick for your first game? Oh yeah, you picked the Padres. So who's your second wild card? I would have to go with San Francisco. Okay, San Francisco for your second. Um, last um wild card. The last wild card. Actually, should make you happy. I'm taking the Philadelphia Phillies again, similar to um what I said about the Twins. They just have the Phillies just have monstrosity. You add Kyle Schwarber, you add Nitz Castellanos to Atlanta. Already has Bryce Harper, um, Juan Segura. Uh, you already have Segura at second base. Um, that lineup is just stacked. I mean, they do have some concerns with their pitching, but but. But uh, okay, Sam, you'll go last for your surprise pick. But um, I still think that um, that the I still I I just think like the Phillies like are also going to sneak into a playoff spot this year. 
All right, who's your last wild card? Um, Alex. Uh, for for which division? What for the for the NL wild card, the third wild card? Oh, um, I'm probably gonna have to go with your what you chose. You go with the Phillies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You're co- uh, confident. You're confident. Surprise pick of Sam. He's taking the Cubbies. I mean, that is a surprise pick. That is a surprise pick, but that is a surprise pick. I don't even know what to say there other than, other than, I mean, if you want to elaborate, Sam, I mean, I'd like to hear why, but I just can't see the Cubs. Mr. Telly Tubby Cubby Sam, what? I feel like we were surprised. All right, guys, it's time for our last. Oh yeah, we didn't do Chris's. This is Chris has the Giants with the first wild card, Brace the second wild card, and Odds the third wild card. All right, it's time now for our World Series matchup and our World Series winner. So here's what we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna pick who we're gonna pick who's gonna win the American League. We're gonna pick who's gonna win the National League, and we're also gonna predict our World Series champion. So for the American League, coming out of the American League, this may surprise some people. I've got the Chicago White Sox coming out of the American League. I just feel like this is the White Sox year. Like last, like last year, obviously it was the Astros going back. Yeah, before it was like um, it was the Tampa Bay Rays. Then after that, it was the Astros. After the Red Sox, I feel I feel like this is the White Sox year. You know, they've um, they've just like um, they've always been um, they've they've always just been like um, that team. That, obviously, they've dominated the division, but they haven't been that team that like goes on a run. I feel like this is the year they go on the run. I feel like this is the year the White Sox go on a run. They come out of the American League again. Coming out of the National League, I've got the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, not much to say other than like what we said before with the moves they made. Hey, they're just the most stacked team in baseball. And because they're the most team stacked team in baseball, no surprise to you, I've got the Los Angeles Dodgers as my uh, 2021 World Series champions. Again, there's nothing much to say other than look at the Dodgers lineup. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, um, Trey Turner, um, Trey Turner. I don't know their pitching staff is stacked from their bullpen is stacked. I mean, that team is just stacked from top to bottom. Like it's hard not to pick the Dodgers. So, I just so Sanders typed some blasphemy in the chat. I also Sanders typed some blasphemy. So he has the Astros coming out of the American League and he has the Braves coming out of the National League. And Sam has that Samuel has the Houston Astros winning the World Series. Sam, did you not feel dirty uh, picking that? You can't tell me you don't feel a little dirty right now. Oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, you want to go ahead? He says, best do, Who's I'm coming out of the do, American League? I'm going to do Atlanta. Yeah, I got Atlanta coming out of the National League. Yeah. Okay. And 
Who are you going to have coming out of the American League? The Dodgers. Atlanta National League team, dum-dum. Oh, my bad. All right, so, okay, let's start off. Start over. Who you okay. have coming out of the American League? American League. So, the Braves are in the National League. Dodgers are a National League team. So, who you have coming um, out of the American League? One second. So, I'm going to pick Minnesota. Really? That's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. You got the Twins making the World Series. Um, and we have coming out of the National League. National League, I have Atlanta. Really? You have the Braves making it back to the World Series? Yep. Santa said the Diamondbacks. <laughs> this has been such a low-key trolley episode. So I love it. Everyone was just having fun trolling. And who we have winning the World Series? Atlanta. So you got the Braves going back to back. Yep. Okay. I mean, here's um Chris's matchup. He's taking a rematch of 2017. Dodgers versus the Astros. And he has the Dodgers winning it all. All right. That's all for our LBC's predictions. Again, we don't have Marcellus's. Uh, uh, says yet. So if we uh, do have Marcellus, um, it would probably be too late to announce anyway. So go look on our social media page. Go look on our Instagram. Go look on our Twitter. Um, go look on our Twitter. Um, just, just, and then we'll have a Marcellus and Michael's picks whenever we get them. So, uh, predictions. So whenever we get them. So that's our twenty predictions. Um. All right, before we uh, get to our bets, we do have this one story here. Um, again, it's a podcast-related story, but we have decided to launch our own fantasy league. We have decided to launch our very own fantasy baseball league. So we're going to go through the rosters. I'm only going to go through uh, the notables here. We're only going to go through uh, the highlights. And... That's why I hear the notables from all our rosters, guys. And we'll find out very clearly who the favorite to dominate this league is, but all right, we'll start. We'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go in reverse order on Twitter. We'll go in, re- in reverse order on Twitter. Um, in the West Region, we have Kansas City and Murder, managed by Michael Cunningham. He has Wilson Contreras, uh, Manny Machado, Trey Turner. Uh, no, he has Wilson Contreras, Josh Bell, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, Trey Story, Nolan Arenado, Juan Soto. Michael Bryant, uh, Marcelo Zuna, um, Coyote Urias, you uh, Darvish, Lance Lynn. He's got some Chris Saley, though he's injured. All right. All right. So in the Eastridge, you have Team Reach, managed by Alex Reach, uh, by Mary Guerrero, Cattell Marte, Alex Bregman, Tim Anderson, Bryce Harper, Co- uh, Christian Yash, Coy Belger, Chris Bryant. Josh Donaldson, Robbie Ray, Nola, Earl Chapman. Some nice players. West Region, we have, oh, and actually, the West Region, we have Team Merck, managed by Marcel Spurdock, uh, Pete Alonso, DJ Mayo, Ramirez. I mean, Rod Cooney Jr., Kyle Strober, he's got some nice things. He's got some nice things. Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer, um, Got some nice things. East region, we have the New Orleans Pelicans, managed by Sam Morrell, Freddie Freeman, Raphael Devers, Carlos Correa, Brian Reynolds. 
Starlight Marte, Garrett Cole, Walker Bueller, Luis Garcia, Nelson Cruz, Austin Meadows. Some nice players, some nice players. In the West region, we have Team Kieran, Magic like Chris Kieran, Marcus Simeon, Xander Bogarts, uh, Mookie Beck, Miss Castellanos, Joey Votto, uh, Shane Bieber, that's a nice name, Kevin Gosman, Josh Hader, Luis Castillo. Um, you guys have all of nice teams. You guys all have nice teams. I'm not going to deny it, but compare those names. Compare those names. And look at the names on the New Jersey Yankees managed by yours truly. Matt Olson, Jose Altuve, Anthony Rendon, Corey Seager, Francisco Lindor, Anthony Rizzo, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, George Springer, Jack Austin, Randy Rosarena, Justin Sheriff, Fernando Tatis, Hey Segura, Shoei Otani, Jacob DeGrom, Luis Hendricks, Charlie Morton, Carlos Rodon, Blake Snell, Philippe no, no, no. V- Valdez, Clayton Kershaw, Luis Severino. My team is stacked from top to bottom. I was literally trash talking them, everyone in our group chat. My team is that. I have Mike Trout, Shoyotani, and Jacob DeGrom on one single fantasy team. I am, when, when all three of those guys tell to me, my eyes up and I'm like, I am about to dominate the rest of the league. I'm about to dominate this league of ours. I'm about to dominate this little league of ours like I did our betting last season. That's all I have to say. Says as your team isn't that great right, compared to the rest of us. Well, we'll see, my friend. We'll see. So I miss all the analysis right now. Our opening matchups for our fantasy league. We have the New Orleans Pelicans. Sam's New Orleans Pelicans against my New Jersey Yankees. Eggies, that's a great matchup. That's good. That's it. That's gonna be a great matchup with all the trash talk I've done the sand. That's gonna be a great matchup. We have Team Karen against Team Reach, and we have Cannon City and Murder against Team Murdoch. Those are your opening day matchups. So we're gonna make this a weekly segment, guys. Every single um at the end of every single episode before we do our bets, I'm gonna give you a quick update on our fantasy league. How do you guys like that? I think we are going to be the two best teams. I, I definitely think so. I definitely think so too. I mean, I mean, I mean we all have good teams. I just, I'm just really, I'm just really optimistic about my team. I actually also ran a poll on our Twitter right now. Place your bets, everyone. Who's coming out of um, each um, region? And right now, I'm the favorite to come out of the East at fifty percent and. Kieran and Emma Mer- um, Michael and Chris are tied to come out of the rest at 43% each. So, yeah, that's going to be super fun. All right, guys, are you ready to move on to our bets? All right, guys, it's time for our bet. Uh, bets of the episode. To recap last episode, guys, I'm mad right now. You want to know why I'm mad? Because going into um the Duke-UNC game, every single one of us had won. You guys saw me. I read last episode. Like We have never had an episode yet where every single one of us won. 
we have never had an episode yet where every single one of us won. So I'm thinking to myself, like, this may be a time. This may be a time. Five of us took us a one, but we need one more win for the sweep. And guess what happened? Michael had Duke over UNC on the money line, and he lost his bet, and that ultimately cost us our first episode where all of us win. But everyone else won. I had the, uh... I had the... He blues the connects on my line. Alex had nuggets over Pacers. Sam had an excellent parlay. Books over saying Sixers Pelicans over Trailblazers. Chris said Cans over Villanova. And Marcellus had nuggets over Hornets. So, you know what, guys? I've been thinking. I think we should punish Michael for this. I think we need to come up with some sort of punishment for Michael for this. Saying, you just cost us our first ever episode where um, we went where we went, for, we went uh, undefeated. You cost us that. Guys, Alex, I don't know, Alex, Sam, I don't know if you guys agree. I think we should come up with a little punishment for Michael. What do you guys think? Definitely. <laughs> Sam, do you agree? Do you think we should come up with a little punishment for Michael? <laughs> do Alex wants a 24 hours. That is perfect. Whenever Michael comes on next episode, we're gonna tell him that we're gonna tell him that you cost us a uh, uh, we you cost us our first ever um unanimous win episode. So you have to do whatever Alex wants twenty four hours as your punishment. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that next episode whenever he comes back. <laughs> All right, guys, enough fooling around. Let's get to our bets. Um, you have you all right, Alex. You have Chris's bet, right? Yeah. So we don't have uh, Michael and Marcellus' bet yet, so we may have to go for them. But um, you know what? All right, I've got my bet right here. I've got Kansas over UNC on the my line. I have to bet the national championship. I just have to. I have to. So and I have to bet the national championship here. So I'm just going to take Kansas over UNC on the my line. Just play it safe. And Sam's taking a Pelicans and Bucks my line. Sam, what is it you were picking the Bucks and Pelicans on my line? Okay, they win. That's all he says. As they win, um, you have Chris's bet, right, Alex? Yeah. Let me guess. He's taking Kansas over UNC. Um, he is. Yes, he's doing a parlay. Oh, is it a parlay? All right. Yeah. So, Kansas money line and Grizzlies money line. Oh, okay. Who are the Grizzlies playing? Utah. All right. And Sam, who are the Pelicans books playing? Like, when you get the chance, just tell me that. All right, Bucks play the Bulls, so let me write that down. Um, Pelicans, Pelicans play Canes. All right, Bucks over Bulls, Pelicans over Canes. All right, so we don't have Marcellus's bet. So we don't have. Um, wait, Ox, I don't think you went. Yeah, I'm sorry. You go. Uh, my okay. apologies. 
am I allowed to do a full pod, full game leg? No, that technically goes against our. Wait, should I waive that rule? Nah, it, it, it would make um, it would make our like uh pages too cluttered. So um, I can't oh, okay. waive that rule. I'll, so I'll I'll stick with three. Okay, go with three. Okay, so I'm gonna do Miami Heat money line. All right, who's who are the Heat playing? Charlotte. All right. And um, um, who's your other team? Uh, let's see. One second. I am going to do Celtics money line against Chicago. Okay, that that's all right. And well, one more. Okay. Uh, let's see. And I am going to do Sixers money line versus Indiana. All right. A little bit of a mistake, guys. I, I forgot to update the standings. I forgot to do the standings update. So a little update on standings. Um, Marcellus remains in first place. Um, here's the thing, though. He remains in first place, but he actually lost a star. He actually lost a star. He now has nine stars. Um, ours 36 points, thirty six points, 36 with 65 points, 4-3 record. Why don't know why? Because, Sam, you actually passed Marcellus in, in the points. You have 40 points, 54 points, 3 for a record, and you now have eight stars in second place. So you took a star away from um, Marcellus in the standings. Slowly getting there. Slowly but surely. And Chris remains in third place. Um, four and three record, twenty six point thirty nine points for six stars. I'm in fourth place. Um, three and four record, thirty three point sixty four points for five stars. Michael remains in fifth place, with by I record for uh two stars. And I expect your first one. You have your main last place, one six record, two point seventeen points, no stars. All right, we don't have, we still have um, uh, both Marcellus and Michael's best yet, so I think we we'll have to go for them, guys. Let me, let me, let, 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 all right. Oh, he's Sam. Oh my God, Sam's taking UNC over Kansas. Last minute, um, last minute addition from Sam. Okay. If I win, I F everyone. <laughs> you have to like the confidence there. You have to like the confidence. You know what? Am I going to do it? Well, actually, I might not do it because the game's probably going to get radar anyway. Yeah, I'm probably, uh, no, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm probably not going to do it. So, um, I, oh, wait, wait. We have, we just got ourselves to He's taking Bucks my line over the Bulls.
Okay, so we don't have Michael's bet yet, so give Mike the Knicks. That's perfect. That's perfect. I feel like that should be a rule. Like, um, if you don't get your bet, and you automatically get, like, um, whatever team you root for. Here's the thing, though. They don't play again for... You know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something here. Knicks don't play until, um, I think, um, Monday. I mean, Wednesday. Oh, wait. Knicks play the Nets. Knicks play the Knicks play the Nets. I'm, I might be tempted to take that one and go head-to-head with Michael. Should I do it, guys? Should I do, um, should I go head-to-head with Michael? Yes, I'm, I'm doing it. Why not? I'm going to add, um, Nets over Knicks, my line to my parlay. And Michael, I'm going to, I'm going to give Michael a two-team parlay. I'm going to give him the Knicks over the Nets. On the my line, and I'm gonna make it even better. I'm gonna give him the Lakers over the Suns on my line as well. Sam, we just read my mind. You just read my mind. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, guys, that's all for bets. That's all for this episode. You know what? Even though um it was we were short staffed, I really feel like we did a really good job stuff. So guys, I mean we were short staffed, but you know what? That's what you do in this business. Sometimes you're gonna get an oh crap moment, and I feel like we did the best of with what we could. Really good episode, guys. Sam said we did good, but here's the thing though. I was I'm thinking about go. I was I said for I was thinking about going to the Yankees game this Thursday for the opener, but the one problem is that it's supposed to pour that day and. And you're saying they do give you like refunds. They get do they do give you like um they make your tickets good forever. They reschedule the game. But here's the thing though, I'm supposed to be working um the next two days. So if it does get rained out and it gets rescheduled to then, then I'm then I'm effed. Now, now I'm done for, so I don't want to take take that risk. Take that risk. Um Sam, if we, Sam out of this, we want to go, we we might be able to go Sunday, because I'm not working that day. And plus, tickets will be a lot cheaper. So if you, so Sam, if you want to come, if, I think Michael actually might be back from uh, vacation then. So Sam, if you want to like uh, come to uh, Sunday Yankees Red Sox, uh, let me know. He might come. Okay. I, I, again, tickets, tickets, tickets will be. It's better. Tickets will be. I mean, tickets will probably be expensive, but it won't be nearly as expensive as they would be for opening day. Like opening days, like um. 200 bucks um the game on sunday won't even be won't even be half of that in fact it won't, it won't even be half of that but yeah well but yeah i'll definitely keep in touch about that but guys any final thoughts alex any final thoughts the Grom sucks. Overrated. <laughs> Alex, any final thoughts? Nope. Nope. Not top five pitcher. I'm going to end this right now. I'm high enough of blasphemy. That's it. This is an episode um, 83 of the Game Game Podcast. Yours truly, Angrasai, Alex Reach, and Samurai. Break you heard. 
be sure to leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Ask for our joint conversation, either comment on YouTube or reach out to us on social media. We may have to be, we may feature what you have to say in a future episode, remember, my friends. Those human juice just fancy. If you guys your world, believe in it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay.